powerful, huge, pain, suffering, bliss, blissful, redemptive, loving. Our goal today is not to focus on the pain and the suffering, but to understand that there is healing, healing from family behavior, healing that is redemptive. And all of this comes through our loving God. Let me explain the story of Joe Devine. There was this person who had a dream. In this dream, he saw an acquaintance from high school who was a star athlete on the honor roll, brilliant person, seemingly having the great, a great potential. He was walking, the person having the dream was walk, walking along a riverfront and in the, and, and alongside the riverfront was a barge and there was a person operating the crane on the barge and he recognized it as his high school acquaintance. And he said hello to him and he said, you must be good at that. He knew he was very coordinated athletically. But as he walked on, he thought to himself, what happened to him? Why, why, why is he doing this? And then the shift, the scene shifted. He walks into a, he, he's inside of like a pull back box with a slit in it. And this guy, Joe Devine, is coming after him with evil intentions. And as he, he, but the person in the dream is safe because he's in this pillbox and he's slitting, he's little seeing this little thing. And all of a sudden, Joe Devine is in front of the pillbox and like a cartoon character with his feet stationary on the ground. Boom, boom, boom. Three images of him all at the same time, like a fan opening up three persons. The individual woke up and realized that these were the domains of evil that came from family behavior that were inside this person that kept this person from reaching his full potential. Awareness is the first step. A weakened soul begins his journey through awareness. Today in this workshop we will increase awareness. God is the great healer. His son, Jesus Christ, died on the cross in redemptive suffering, pouring forth his precious blood for us. He did that, that the original sin of Adam and Eve might be overcome. And the, and the way to overcome the domain of Satan which is evil, the domain of evil. It is the domain of good and the domain of evil. When Adam and Eve were in the Garden of Eden before the fall, they were in the domain of good. Here it is. After the fall, they were in the domain of evil. Here it is. Now, they are not totally evil, nor are they totally good. It's just that by sin, a person leaves God 
And sin entered into humanity through our parents, Adam and Eve. So too are we capable of sin. So too have we sinned. So too has Christ forgiven our sins and the sins of all on this earth and all souls who ever were and all souls who are to come. But we have to choose his graces and we have to follow his path. His path is one of redemptive suffering. We will redeem those around us through our suffering at their hands. At this point, we read the scripture related to Adam and Eve and the explanation given by others. This serves as context of what we are supposed to do, how we are to conquer the earth. This workshop relates to awareness of the domains of good and evil so that you can root out the evil, so that you can discern the good. And quite often in family behavior, one of the reasons it's so tough is because there's both good and evil wrapped up in a particular norm, which is learned at an early age and becomes family behavior. Now, when the seed enters the egg, in the moment of conception, the domain of evil is passed on like a virus from the father, from the mother, to the child. It can come from either side or both sides. The greatest socializing unit on earth is the human family. The breakdown of the human family is to be overcome by awareness. We are to heal ourselves. When an individual from a human family can overcome family behavior, that individual can be a link for all individuals to do the same thing in their family. And furthermore, the lines going forward need not suffer from the, the uh, domain of evil which that person has overcome. Let me give you a concrete example. An innate psychological need is competence. In order to have competence, part of that is controlling outcomes or attaining goals or other ends, not necessarily preconceived as goals, but be which become goals once experienced. Then you want to keep having them. So that's all good and orderly because the biological function can only exist if we can eat, attain goals, or have shelter, put a roof over our heads, make some money and do that and, and so forth. So we have to have competence. If we don't have competence, it leads to diminished well-being and diminished motivation. If we do have competence, it leads to greater well-being and greater motivation. So, in this example, a person uses anger in order to accomplish their purpose. It begins in the family. The father is angry at any member of the family who steps out of line. There's such a thing as righteous anger, but let's say we go too far. 
let's say that the wife and the children are scared to death to step out of line. That is a form of bullying. The child who bullies in school perhaps learned it at home. Notice the good. The good is getting a job done. Can you do the work necessary to get the job done? Yes, you can. Is it necessary to use anger? Sometimes, but not always. So if the normal balance of doing that which is truly in the best interests of others and getting our job done is um, thwarting doing that which is truly in the best interests of others, then we would say our anger has gone too far. That is, that is an example of two domains of good and evil side by side. On the one hand, we have competence, good, good domain, and on the other hand, we have excessive anger, bad domain. Now, if you learn this as a child at an early age, you really, you, you, you use it yourself on, on other people, almost without thinking about it. The Holy Spirit, God, uses Satan, the dark angel, to tempt us that we might know our mind. So, we can overcome this domain. Let me give you an example. A psychologist tells a father that when he is... He's a big person, and when he's in the presence of a woman who's smaller, or small children, he can be uh, very frightening. And the father realizes that, holy cow, I don't want to do that. <laughs> now he has to tra travel through awareness to get rid of that excessive anger. We will now break into small groups to increase awareness, giving some concrete examples. There is no way to overcome bad family behavior that is better than being in a family business. It's either sink or swim, and the opportunities are huge. The problem is that family is triggering. Let me give you an example. I belong to a group of a subsequent subsegment of my extended family called Stone Soup. My stone or talent was coordinator of a values session. In the values session, I shared my concern about my handling of some God thing. <clears throat> my concern was this, how do I handle myself on my path to God when others reject me based on my past failings in their eyes? which failings in my eyes I have overcome. It became apparent to me that I could not overcome this obstacle through my small group process of over 40 years experience. I disbanded my group. Stone Soup rejected my path. That is my institution. Boom! My institution was gone. But the healing of redemptive suffering continued. The juggernaut is God. The ultimate goal is the righteousness of mankind through family healing. It proves itself through self-evident experience. We are all part of the family of man. Our goal, our one true goal, is peace on earth. So, 
the thing is that the in, an individual must individually choose and change. And when the individual changes, then the family system will change. And there will be pain and suffering, and there will also be redemptive suffering. So, as the person who's changed suffers at the hands of those around him, he will bring redemptive suffering to them. He will bring local meaning to suffering to his own family. Suffering at the hands of another is redemptive. It draws the other to the person who is suffering. Truth must be spoken always. Kindness, external kindness, staying in the domain of good with the other person, remaining with them, brings redemptive healing. The other person is drawn towards reciprocation of kindness. And whether he provide whether the other person is kind or not, by suffering you draw the other person to yourself. It is the only way for peace to exist on earth. So there is a good to be had in suffering at the hands of others. Now, in order to accomplish the good you have to accept the suffering. You do that by thinking of the worst that can happen to you and saying to God, I accept even that if that is your will for me. And then you pray for the grace to accept it because you cannot accept it on your own. Forgiveness is so important. You say, I forgive the other. And by grace, you you. By, through prayer, you will receive grace to forgive the other. So actually, you have peace. You're only trying to change yourself. You're not trying to change the other. But you speak the truth always. And, but you stay committed and stay, stay with the other person. That is redemptive suffering. It's redemptive because Christ did the same thing for us. And that is what we mean by the local meaning of suffering. When you too have suffered enough at the hands of your family, God will draw your family to him. You will know you have suffered enough when you suffer no more. Each time I stay committed to the one who causes me to suffer, I love them externally by being kind to them, gently speaking the truth always. Then Christ will act in me and through me. This is experiential. As I change, my family system will change. As my family system changes, others in my family change. I don't control who, what, when, where, why, or how, but I will see unexplained redemptive acts of kindness by others. The human family is the greatest socializing unit on the face of the earth. And just as Christ entered the world as a soul in a family, Christ's family nursed Christ in his hidden years before his public ministry. So too have I been prepared by my family in both good and bad ways. So too does Christ generously support my family as I be and become righteous. The human family is sacrosanct. 
As much as Satan tries to destroy the human family, the saving grace, the redemptive power of my own local meaning of suffering at the hands of a family member far surpasses any power Satan may have, even the power of evil that may have racked my family for generations. This is how Christ has vowed to change the world. Through my family, Christ changes the world. Through your family, so too will Christ change the world. The only way you can get there is through faith and good works of self-change. The path is its own evidence. The path converges. Suffering at the hands of another draws others to the domain of God in redemptive suffering. Prayer. Just reading a short novena prepared me in a family behavior decision that I had to make. To choose myself or to make myself small and choose others. Those who know me well know that I can be like a barking Australian sheepdog. I decided I'm going to make myself small and avoid being triggered by family behavior. When I am triggered, I will hold up and use the novena. Then I will act. Yip, yip.